This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present. Especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad thai, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. till i die tv watch and subscribe on youtube and listen on your podcast platform oh matt elliott here hi alan smith here hey guys ian hume here hi everybody jerry taggart here be sure to watch chris and leicester till i die tv for all the latest leicester city news and information you can also subscribe on youtube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on leicester city football club come on you foxes Back of the net. It didn't happen in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. A modern day football miracle. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. The 
Till I Die TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. Right, Chris. All right then. Now, how the devil are you all? Now, admit it. Admit it. You weren't expecting that, were you? (laughs) You weren't expecting that. And I've got to admit, neither was I. We've had no points for so often. We were bottom last year. Who thought we'd have come second in the Eurovision Song Contest? This is Letter to Light Eye TV. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Broadcasting live worldwide. Indeed, uh, Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube. Please get over and do what it says there. Give us a little subscribe, smash the lights, and click the notification bell. And you will want to click that notification bell because we have got this coming up soon. Um, next week, in fact, um, no, no, not the week after next, we're going to be doing a, a load, a week full of reviews and men of the match and season awards, etc. And Jerry Taggart, as well as Rob Tanner, will be coming on in separate shows to give um, their review of Leicester City. And, of course, Jerry is the ex-player. He's works for the club as well. So it'd be great. It's going to be great having him on uh, to tell us what he thought of Leicester City season. And it's, it's actually ending quite well, isn't it? It kind of is working a lot now, but I'm afraid, I'm afraid I'm going to have to have one of these. I can't, I've tried, I promised myself I wouldn't, but I'm going to have to have one of these. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Yeah, I'm not happy, Lester. I am beat off, if I'm honest with you. I mean... I went, I'm bottom, I'm a bottom of the fantasy league. I went for a 3-1 win to Leicester. But, but that wasn't good enough for you, was it? No. No, you had to go and get bloody five, didn't you? You've you've cost me two points there. You've got you could have stopped at three. Quite happily, we'd have still got the same number of points, but oh no, you had to show off and go and get five. <laughs> Honestly, I, I I'm fuming. I'm fuming. Dog. <laughs> Dog, sorry, Brad. Good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Uh, I'm I'm happy days, mate. Beating Championship Watford is not for everybody. United fans, speak of the devil. Here's one coming right in at you for that <laughs> yeah, one. I know. Hello, Michael. We needed that, didn't we? We needed that. It's a good way to see you back up there, Mike. Thanks for your backup. Didn't I mean okay? I, I jest about the three one, but there was there is a little bit of me. I'm not gonna deny there's a little bit of me that's going you know? <laughs> <laughs> three points would have taken me off the bottom of the table. But hey, five one. I mean, okay, it's Watford. Okay, Watford are down. Okay, they were rubbish, but you can only play what's in front of you. And let's yep. be honest with you, how many times this season would we look at a game and think, we'll win this, and we haven't? Oh, pretty much all this season for the majority of it, haven't we? You know, it's mm. weird to say that we're looking at a season where we could potentially finish eighth, you know. If we can get something against Chelsea, we'll yeah. probably we'd go into eighth into our last game of the season. And 
it might not sound like much, but if you if you was to tell fans in in August, uh, you're going to suffer a lot with injuries. You're going to suffer with some bad signings. Uh, you know everything collected, but you're going to get to a European semi final, and you know you're going to get to a quarter final of one of the other cups, and you you're going to finish eighth in the league. I think most Leicester fans will look at and go, you know what, point of disappointment, but I'll take that depending yeah. on how it goes. And at the end of the totally. day. Yeah, at the end of the day, if nothing else, it gives everybody that's going to be a part of Leicester next season the confidence to know that, yeah, all right, like you said, might only be Norwich, might only be Watford that were hammering three nils and, and, and five ones, but you've got to beat them teams. And talking yeah. about premiership teams, Brentford mm. have just got level. It has been I've just seen, yes. I, yes. Could hear the, I could hear the noise because um, I've got it on on the telly in the background. I can hear the noise on the radio, and it's just been confirmed. So Brentford are doing Burnley a favour mm. and uh, Leeds a favour by keeping Everton very much in that contest. Sorry, Chris, but yeah, good end to the season. Hopefully, I mean, still yeah, Chelsea I mean, and Southampton to go, but yeah, well, indeed. And don't let you know. Don't forget on that point. Next week, um, we are doing. We're not doing a watch along as we've been doing just recently. And I and I seem to be and well next season I'll probably be doing them on a regular basis. But you know we're going to have because it's the last day of the season. We're going to have like a soccer Sunday, so a bit like Sky Soccer Saturday, but with better looking presenters. I'll, I'll be your Jeff Stelling. We've got Doug, uh, Liverpool fan, will be watching the top uh, top two because uh, Man City nearly threw threw uh, threw a lifeline to Liverpool today, or you could say they actually have done. Um, and that's going to yeah. go down to the wire. Uh, it looks like the bottom, you know, the bottom is going to go down to the wire. And obviously the battle for the... No, nobody wants fourth place, let's be honest with you. So that is going to be next Wednesday. Whoa, 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 oh. Chris, Chris, Chris. What about the big battle, the, the bigger battle? Forget forget the Man City and Liverpool. Forget the... What about this battle? This battle right here with one man missing. What about the battle... But forget Steve because he's not involved. What about our battle? The battle for the crown of the Prediction Kings. That's surely the biggest news of the day, isn't it? No, not at all. And I wasn't going to mention it. <laughs> I was not going to mention it. <laughs> I mean, you you still you still behind. Let's not get cocky here. Let's no. not get too cocky. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Mike says though, if Liverpool do lose midweek, then obviously, yeah. City are champions, but yeah. if, if if Liverpool win, it's going to be a great, great, great last day because there's everything to play for. Um, and yeah, I, I can't even remember who went for what with the with the Everton game. Let me just you, have you a look. And, you and Steve went for Everton, and I went Brentford. So right now, none oh. of us are getting there. No, no, nobody's doing it. I can stay as it is because I'm still a point ahead of you. Then and then next oh. week, I'm just going to I'm just going to copy everything you predict, and that way you can't catch Ooh. me. <laughs> well, that's a goal difference then. Goal difference, I'll say. <laughs> okay, this was the team. This was, I don't know. We're, we're going to go on it in a bit more detail later when you do your uh, tactical section. But um, I heard only about two minutes ago um, that uh, Schmeichel was dropped possibly for disciplinary reasons. Uh, yeah, news to me. I'd only just heard that apparently it was disciplinary. Um, there may have been some talk about his contract, maybe 
maybe he wasn't too happy that he hasn't heard anything. Maybe there was something said in training. I don't know. There's, there's normally no smoke without fire. But no. at this day and age, especially when you've got to focus on a player of Schmeichel's calibre, it's easy to take everything out of context. What's the forward out of training? He's a very passionate person. He's normally yelling and shouting and looking miserable mm. and angry on a training ball pick. Yeah. Time, time will tell. I, I mean, I, what I will say quickly, and I know I've gone on the tactic part of it, but that was a great advertisement to know we're in safe hands from Danny Ward, respectively. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the obvious rumour is that Newcastle are after him. Um, yeah. And I think I think we mentioned last week, you know, and I certainly did. I'm sure we, we, on on the preview with yourself, is that we had Gordon Banks as our number one goalkeeper. He had come back from the World Cup with a World Cup winners medal, and we sold him to Stoke because we had Peter Shilton coming through. Now, I did the watch along with Louise, and I mean everybody is going mad about this Iverson, and I'm sure he will be good in time, but maybe. And I don't want to get rid of Schmarco. Don't get me wrong. I don't because yes, he has his faults, but you can say that about any keeper. You know, a striker, oh. a striker misses a shot, it doesn't cost us the game. You know, a goalkeeper lets a goal in, it could cost us the game. So it, it's unfair, but that that's life, as they say. Yeah. But if he was to go for me, Ward, yeah, fantastic. You know, bring him, bring him yeah. on. Given the games, you know, 12 million is Wales number one. Um, and yeah, that even Mike, that does mean something. <laughs> it's Wales number one. Um, and bring Everson up into sort of Ward's role now for cup games. Um, I, I don't, you know, I just, I just think Michael, it's unlikely. Maybe it's been a bit of an argument. I don't know, but I can't believe he's particularly done anything wrong. No, no, I'm not saying it isn't. Look, Leicester have been blessed over the years, especially when I've been watching them. They've been very blessed over the years to have always a reliable number two. We we, we mm. went through a bit of a stellar period where, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't have looked out of place. I remember, well, most fan bases out there will remember the Keller and Arfaxad days, which were. Yeah. We sort of had that same transition period, didn't we, where we had Kevin Paul was the old experienced goalkeeper. And I know yeah. it happened I know it happened quicker than it did with Paul because he moved on and we brought Keller from Millwall. But the same thing happened. We had an eye on, you know, like you just said about Shilton and, and the Banks thing. If you said to me, if you said to anybody, World Cup winner Gordon Banks, where did he play his football next season? You wouldn't have said that Leicester sold him. You'd have, you'd have thought they, they were absolutely barbing, but this happens in football, and mm. sometimes you've got to you've got to make that big decision. And look, maybe maybe he's not happy that Leicester are making a move for his contract. Maybe he's feeling because I'm sure he'd want to end his career here. He doesn't seem unhappy here. I don't see it. No. But again, in terms of a second choice keeper, the transition's going to be made at some point. I mean, and, can, and, and is yeah. Rogers telling them he's not going to get the next three years as a number one? Is he telling them, well, maybe I, next I, season, maybe after that, I'm going to have to move you on? I, well, I think the, the Danny Ward Iverson. I think the fact is that had he, because again, we saw no youth players there at all. Obviously, mm. Brendan is going to try and get as high as he can and fair dues for him. I think had he played the youngsters, most fans would have gone, yeah, we get that. But Maybe had he introduced some youngsters as well, 
we'd be looking at this and going, yeah, okay, he's moving, he's giving Ward a chance. Now, I am sure Danny Ward has played for Leicester in the Premier League before today. Uh, yeah. Now, I don't know correct on the date, but I've been told two different ones. Leicester City, I think, said 2017. And I think someone that we know, I think it was Ant, said that he played against Bournemouth in 2016. So he has played before. Well, according to the, the reason I'm asking, because according to the Leicester Mercury, and I didn't want to look stupid if it is true, but um, where are we? Ward is handed his Premier League debut for Leicester City nearly four years after joining the club. Um, I'm sorry, Leicester Mercury. This I'm uh, sure this was not his debut. Um, no, I don't think it is either. Like I said, someone said that in 2016 he played against Bournemouth. I think I think the the only unfortunate thing is is if if something has been leaked and fans have to remember, right? We've been some fans out there have been talking about maybe give Ward a chance, maybe give Ward a chance. Yeah, maybe you know going with the case of. Yes, he wants to finish high enough, and he's got two very respectable international goalkeepers. There's not many clubs in this division that could look mm. at their first and second choice keeper, and not only could they say, "Yes, we've got a very good first and second choice keeper," but we've got very well established international keepers. Whatever you think of Wales as a country and as a nation in, in qualifiers or not, they're very well established in their number one jobs of Denmark and Wales, and. Mm. Maybe now the fans finally, you know, maybe Rodgers has gone, OK, maybe I need to start thinking for the future. So I need to give Ward game time because you can't you can't play next season, leave him out in the cold completely. And no. then Shemichael decides he moves on for the last couple of years to get more first team football or he decides maybe to retire. You don't know what he'll do. And then no. all of a sudden you start in you start in next August or the August after it would be. With Danny Ward not only playing one Premier League game, and you're asking him to suddenly be up to levels in Schmeichel. I've just gone on to SportingHeroes.net, and they've got club career. You know, they're going through his clubs. League debut, he has not yet played in the league. Maybe Bournemouth was a cup game. It may just have been. Oh, Everton two one up. Charleston penalty. Interesting. Um, But yeah, and yeah, maybe maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was a League Cup game. Um, it might possibly have been that, but they, I think, Bournemouth for in the Premiership. Maybe that's why people are mistaking it from. Uh, and again, we talked about it. He is only just coming into what you call as a goalkeeper your your prime years. Casper's you, in the back end of that, and I'd like to make a little bit of a comparison, if if if, if I may. In you, I don't want Leicester to suffer from the the David de Gea um, scenario, which is. David De Gea came under some criticism. David De Gea was wanted to shift out and give Dean Henderson the chance as a goalkeeper. De, Dean Henderson started making some murmurs that if he didn't get a game time, then they'd want him. Uh, he'd want you know he'd want to move on. There's issues in the Barney there, and then all of a sudden they've gone back on the word or whatever. Danny Ward was nearly poached this summer by Wolves. Mm. And I just wonder if maybe Brendan's going, well, I don't want that to happen to my number two goalkeeper. I want to keep him for when the day comes that I need him to step up and be my number one. So I'm going to play him in these last three games. So Michael may have just thrown those toys out of pram because he just wants to play every game. I'm, you know, we, we, you can read into that as much or as little as you like, the 
just trying he, to he hasn't he definitely hasn't played for Leicester in his FA Cup yeah. and Caribou Cups is what he's played. But my God, yeah. I, I didn't know. I mean that no. just just reading what they're saying here, um in the Mercury, they're saying like Leicester City fans are all asking the same question after Brendan Rogers names team to face Watford. Um he's going to bring it up. Wait, what's happened with Schmeichel? Somebody says we've lost. Yeah, big tires. Yeah, you got that right, didn't you? Why is Danny Ward yeah. starting? No Schmeichel. Um, but these are the same fans that will probably ask him for Ward to come in to drop Schmeichel because he can't kick a ball straight or he parries yeah. it out. So you can't win. You cannot win. I have a feeling this might not be a true Leicester fan when he says, why would you bench Casper FGS um, when he's called Jazzman Ten Hag? I think he might be a Man United fan who just likes buying the Leicester Mercury, maybe. But, um, yeah, the rest of the team, though, I mean, you know, I, I, I was surprised there was no youth players even on the bench again. But, like I say, credit to Rodgers. I mean, if Rodgers can get us to eighth, and we look back on this season, and like I say, we've you know we we I'm going to yeah. asking the same to uh, to Jerry Taggart and the same to Rob Tanner uh, the week after next is if we finish like eighth, ninth, tenth, and we've got to a semi final in a European competition, this has not been the bad season that that we've been kind of painting it really. No, it's not. And again, sometimes we as fans. Not just not just Leicester fans, but fans probably all over when they're looking at a team, they forget that there's still X amount of games to go. And we kind of forget that other teams are also playing. They're also in their dirty form. They're in their dip and diver form. Um, so, you know, we were making assumptions of this season with seven or eight games to go. Now, I know, obviously, no matter what happens in the next two games, Leicester will not sneak into Europe. But we were talking about a side that had to play Everton twice. We know how well that went for us. And I'm talking hindsight, but back then, we had Villa, we had Newcastle, we had Everton twice. We were looking at Norwich and Watford and Southampton thinking, God, we could pick up you know, five, six wins out of them games. We could still sneak into Europe. And in the end, you know, we're going to fall short by a couple of points by the looks of things with, with the league table. Mm. But finish still to finish that season where we've done, given everything we've got, is absolutely phenomenal. If you take everything into account, on and off field things as, as, as well, it really is a better season. And sometimes maybe you just need to wait for mm. the season to conclude before you judge it. Because I feel like some fans would have sacked Brendan in October, rehired him in December, Sacked him again over February and March, and now would be hiring him again because he's he's done this. You know, it's it is one of them. Yeah, yeah, oh, I love that analogy. I do love that analogy. Um, they've just been BBC have just been talking to to Brendan Rogers. Um, it was a fantastic win. It's never easy at this stage of the season when people think you have nothing to play for, and that's very true. He said the players turned up, they're hungry right to the end, a good win for us. And indeed, they could have sat back at 2-1 and goes, yeah, Watford ain't going to get anything, but they didn't. So good good shout-out to the players, in fairness. Uh, he said it was another unfortunate deflection from the corner which saw us concede. Our response was outstanding. Uh, we'll be definitely doing something about the court defending set pieces come the summer. Oh. You, you've had all season to sort it out. Yeah, yeah, had all season to sort it out. But I mean, you know, uh, 
we, we could have just sat back at 2-1. I mean, at 1-0 down after six minutes, my language on the watch-along was a bit choice, I'm not going to lie. And, uh, but, you know, two goals in four minutes. Um, I mean, OK, this, you say, this is Watford, but you can only play, you know, who you're up against. Yeah, and again, you've, we've seen these sides over the years go out there with nothing to play for. They're preparing for next year. They want to go out on a high. It's their last home game and they go and cause an upset. You know, mm. ooh, like like a Newcastle beating uh, a Spurs 5-1 or something, similar mm. to this result. You know, beating them to stop them finishing second. It doesn't have an impact on them. They're not going to suddenly stay up, but they show their fans they care. They show the fans they've still got fight and effort. And even though this season ultimately ends in disaster for them in relegation, they're still there showing that they're going to roll up the sleeves, they're ready to go again, they're ready to get the Reds down, work hard on that training ground and try and bounce back mm. next season. And, you know, you may be sure, saw so, so, what why, why some of them players aren't premiership standard. I mean, that's two games in a row now we've seen two defenders run into each other. So, to give us a goal in a sense and a calamitous, mm. you know, goalkeeper in, in ben, ben, you know, Foster, maybe he should concentrate on his cycling more than his goalkeeping because he couldn't <laughs> pedal his way out of that one, could he? He couldn't goal. And to say, I mean, let, let's just have a look at this. Again, I know you, you are what you're like with tactics. Um, it's not adding... Ah, there we go. There we go. But, I mean, you know, Watford, they had 13 shots, the same as us. You know, it wasn't... Uh, you know they had um, they had more on oh, they had more big chances than we did. So so you know we weren't just playing a non-discreet you know Rochdale or something. They yeah we got sixty percent possession, but you know they 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 had a go in a way. Although all the papers and the press seemed to be calling them disgraceful and rubbish and what have you. But in fairness, like I say, they they did they did have a go. Yeah, I mean, they had a go. And, and you know, when you, when you see your team concede from pretty much what feels like every shot the opposition has, it's yeah. it's not easy to look at any positives. I mean, I can't imagine it's easy for any Watford fan doing doing a video like this right now to try and put some positives in there. But they had a go. And, and let's be honest, Chris, we take that, you know, we take our equaliser out of it. You know, Watford, Watford you know, that corner, you're thinking, oh, look, they've done what Norwich couldn't do and they scored. And then they hit the bar, and then Danny Ward made a great save, and then you're thinking, oh, God, we could be 2 3 nil down. And in a blink of an eye, because you score and you come in half-time, 2-1 up, and then you score like about 12 seconds into the uh, in, into the game to make it 3-1, the game's dead and buried. And that that was what did it for what for That killed it off. But they still kept coming at us. And, and Brendan talks about, you know, he's obviously been a write-off trying to fix it this season. They've obviously mm. had to write it off at some point because he's, he's obviously gone the bloody opus at it. I'll have to try and sort it next season sort of thing. But one thing that, and I'll touch on it again in, in the Texans, one thing that we do need to also work on is is our is our way of managing going a goal behind and scoring a goal because we seem to panic on the ball mm. when we've either conceded or we've just got ourselves back into the game, which allows them... To, to have to have some of the chances that they did because there were some moments even at three one where they you know all of a sudden the commentator I was listening to the game and woke up because Watford had a chance and they were in behind so there is a few things to go but I don't really want to nitpick I've said it only I've no, not had many chances to say this this season I don't want to nitpick after a really good win yeah 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 at, at things that we got wrong you know what I mean 
Oh no, sometimes you've got to celebrate what we actually got right. And whether we got things wrong or not, you know, we, we beat uh, an already relegated side 5-1, but you know, we, we know that they've they've beaten Man United and they've they've pulled a few results out of the bag. Um two players that I want to sort of touch on because it was a it was a brave decision. He left out Luckman. Um but Barnes, I mean, everybody was sort of like, oh, God, Harvey Barnes. And people have been shouting, not me, I hasten to know, but people have been shouting, we should be letting him go. He should be one of the players that goes, well, you know, he was on his game today and it showed what he could do. Or do we look at it and go, well, he was playing a championship defence, so maybe he's better off in the championship. Well, no, because if that's the case, then everybody in this club's better off playing against the championship because they've yeah. only just... In the last seven games, they've only won against championship opposition. So they're all no good. Let's get rid of more. Let's go and make some yeah. five from your silence. Pretend we are Watford. Um, look, he's, he's had a bit of a frustrating season. He's never seemed to get himself 100% fit and 100% match fit on top of being mm-hmm. fit as well from his injury. Um, and I was a little bit disappointed with him in the first half. Out of all the players, he was the one I heard the least in that first half, even with, you know... Um, even with the fact that we came in 2-1 up at half-time. You know, and then obviously 17 seconds into the second half, he corrects that and he looks a different player. And and, and sometimes, you know, you, you have to say that we've sat here as fans, as neutrals, looking at it as blue-tinted as possible. We have said that the way Leicester predictably go down one side does also hinder him a bit. And as I said, sometimes you just need that game like he got today where he gets an assist he gets a couple of goals and he's, he's had that cluster of games against Norwich and Watford and it doesn't matter their quality. At the end of the day, he's still got to have the owners to do it because that goal he scored is is a volley and it's a volley on, a, on you know, he's not he's not like he's brought it down and had, had time to place it in. He's volleyed it into the net and he yeah, swept no, the I, I, I was watching it and I was watching it carefully on the on the uh, replays to just try and get the, uh, the shot that would show me but yeah, he didn't even touch the ground. He literally, like you say, just hit. It was a, it was a lovely strike, and yeah. I think today again, hopefully, he shut a couple of the uh, uh, doom up. Yeah, I, I assume he has. I mean, he scored two goals and that, and I believe as well. I know Matt Madison. It has got his best ever goal return and assist return for for any season he's ever had. Um, mm. I believe uh, that might just be top flight, but I believe that is overall definitely in a Leicester shirt. So, and I think Barnes got to be close to that if he's not already done the same. Mm. So it's not actually been a bad season. It's just no. one thing that Leicester have suffered with, and every club suffered with it when you're you've got a, a talented, quick, and annoying player like like him. And by, by annoying, I mean he can jink you inside and out. He could wiggle his way past you and somehow keep the ball at his feet, which he does to score his goals sometimes, mm. is they go through stages, don't they, Chris? They go through a glut of four or five games where they yeah. don't light up the world. They don't get three assists and two goals every game. If he was doing that, well, I tell you this now, if, the, if, if them two and a fit Jamie Vardy all season were doing that all season, it wouldn't be Man City and Liverpool winning the league. I, I tell you that now, that result would have just guaranteed less of the title because if they were played like that, for 38, 58 games. Because that's another thing to take on board. We've played 56 games this season. We've still got two more. We've near on 60 games for this season that, that we've had 
we've had a depleted squad for game, and we've had to rely on these Barneses and Madisons to be fit week and week out to play these 50-odd games. So take everything into account, Leicester fans, before you go on your social medias and go, you're this, you're that, get out my club. Because mm. you'll be I mean, moaning when we get stuck with another Perez. Tim Tim Sherwood on on Sky, this has been a disgraceful performance from Watford. They have thrown the towel in. I mean, are we looking at a a match where it's all going to be Watford for bad, Watford for bad, Watford for bad, or the fact that we made them look bad? I mean, I'm never, ever going to give a rat's arse about the opinions of a man who nearly relegated Villa with less points to Derby County, to be honest. You're going to toss what he thinks about their performance or our us being good, they're being bad. It was two games of football. At the end of the day, we created the chances. Watford still tried, even though they they conceded five goals. We had to put them to the sword, you know, because it's a game of football. Funny enough, Mister Sherwood, you wouldn't know what that's like because you were mediocre and lucky that you got signed by Blackburn, and uh, you spectacularly bottled a two-nil lead in in a season that ended with you getting a sack, your team going down. And Leicester winning the Premier League, so your your opinion is like Nottingham Forest right now, absolutely invalid. It doesn't does not account to Leicester fans. I don't give a rat's ass what Tim Sherwood <laughs> and his opinions of my club and, and our club. Doug, um, saying, oh, oh, I nearly gave him a salute and be called me Bradley. Before now, I, now, I didn't Doug. even get that out then. You stopped me before I got to go to Chris and whoa. Yeah. <laughs> How dare he, you? He predicted 5 0 uh, to. Um, so so did I. So yeah. did I. Well, you just <laughs> so were on, on the. Well, I had a bit of a rant about my score prediction. Great, uh, great, Doug. Fantastic result for you yesterday. Second in Eurovision, you know, what can I say? What can I say? Yeah, You're enjoying yeah. it as much as me. Rogers uh, says on Twitter, Mendy was sick. What does he say about Schmeichel? David says, um, if he, if I, if my mouse will work, David says, uh, glad to see Barnes actually playing to his high standards. Just wish I understand, understood why. Oh, hang on, it's just gone down there. Understood why he isn't in, he isn't as consistent though. I mean, who's been consistent this season? Name yeah. me one player on that blue Leicester shirt on that's been consistent. Um, Ooh, Jamie Vardy when he's been fit. Well, I wouldn't say so. I mean, even he's, you know, if, if well, you well, say he should be consistent, well, he should be scoring every game, maybe. And he has, well, you know. for, for 14 goals in 23 games, is it something like that? It's return. Yeah, I, he's I, I take that he's had a bad season. I just yeah. don't think he's been he's been consistent. Um, Sorry, right, mate. I'll, I'll let you off. Predictive text. Yeah, I've got a predictive mouse, haven't I, Bradley? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> predictive so, yeah, mouse, yeah. I mean. Sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, so, but, I mean, let, let's talk. Let's talk. I mean, We'll come up to Man of the Match and what have you later, because I actually sort of will probably disagree with these. But for me, I mean, yeah, I mean, well, let's talk Jamie Vardy first. Let's talk to him. We're talking Jamie Vardy. And yes, he does make you think, oh, no, he's gone a few games without a goal. And then he comes back with that sort of performance. Just Jamie Vardy in a nutshell, mate. He's, you know, Sodji Ronaldo's and Messi's. This is your real goat because anybody else, anybody can score. 15, 10, you know, 10, 12, 15 goals if they're fully fit for 38 games of the season. 
or there or thereabouts. But when you've played about half of that and you're still hitting well into double figures, you know, you're talking about a man that's just not talked about enough. And just it's just a joy to watch, isn't it? You know, mm. we remember talking about it all them, the, the, them couple of seasons ago. We used to talk about how telepathic Danny Drinkwater and Vardy does. Well, he's your motherboard, isn't he? He's your mainframe of that team because when he's on that pitch, it doesn't matter how good Dakar and that show are because they're all good. Let's not take away from the other strikers. They can mm. play well and they can link up with these players as well. But when he's on there, it's just a different class of link-up play that they have because they just do it and they know he's going to get on the end of it. They yeah. don't, you know, when a Dakar and Nacho gets a ball by Evans put up to them and it's pumped maybe five, five or so yards ahead of them, you're thinking, oh, he's just over it. That's unlucky. I like the thinking. But when you do it to Vardy, you go, give him a minute. Oh, there we go. He's won the ball and he's, he's got on the end of it. Didn't matter anyway. You know, yeah. he, he just he just creates something out of nothing. And that, that could does. be the title of his bloody movie, couldn't it? Something yeah. out of nothing is Vardy. Yeah. Good evening to uh, Stephen. Uh, congratulations to you as well for yesterday's win. Uh, I'm going to say, like, let me, let me just bring this up because... We, we, we normally do this at the end, but but why not? Why not now? Um, let me just get past your tactics, and because as, as we say, Alan Bennett and his his uh, his details, uh, eight eight uh, sorry his match uh, his match stats. Tillemans eight, oh, Tillemans eight, manager eight, teammate. Now man of the match, Jamie Vardy. I guess why he's got that and. Um, also, Brian Langston, who does the match report, he picks a separate man of the match and he picked Jamie Vardy as well. I understand. I do think it was the easy choice to pick, but Madison, a goal, but he got two assists as well. To me, he had an absolutely brilliant game. You know what? It's very rare we've been able to say this this season. There was a few shouts of the man, man of yeah. the match. I'm yeah. going to do something maybe a little bit controversial. No, never. Not you. Not I know, you, me, me, never. I know, right? But I'm going to give... I, I agree with the ratings, first of all. I think the team was spot on. I think yes. the manager was spot on with what he did. Yeah. I think he made some wise choices, which he's learned. He's learned not to run them into the mm. ground. If Mendy was feeling ill, he took him off fair play. Evans felt yeah. the twinge, it sounds like, so he took him off fair play. Now, when you've not... When you sign for a club, and then you take nearly five years to make your Premier League debut in a game that could end in disaster. Watford could go and score three past you. You look like tripe and then the panic button gets here. There's, you maybe have had to deal with a training ground bust up or a little bit of flare tempers. And then you're told you're in goal for your Premier League debut and you make some great saves. There's some saves he made today that Leicester fans were salivating over Kaspar. And this is nothing against Casper. I just want to give it out there. Well done. And I would give him my man of the match mm -hmm. to Danny Ward because I honestly think he had a great game. I mean, I've got to be totally honest with you. I can't argue with a, a word of that. And it's like, it's a bit like, you know, if Inacho scores a couple of goals that are blinders, if it was Vardy the fans would be salivating, but they don't. It, it, oh. it, but I agree totally. I mean, just out of interest, actually, on the BBC site where the fans sort of um, mark the players and their performance, Vardy is actually man of the match with 8.32. You 
which isn't a surprise. And um, oh, Ward is actually bottom for Leicester, seven point oh one. I don't know how that works. Um, no, well, I, I checked the score of the matches, and they obviously only obviously give ratings. They don't do all these eight point two threes or whatever. And Vardy, Madison, Barnes, possibly, I think Kieran Jewsby Hall got an eight as well, but Ward mm. also got an eight. And that, that was nice, wasn't it, mate? It's nice to be talking about a game yeah. where we can pick four or five. But honestly, just, just for the stipulation of him playing and everything surrounding his, his, his debut, I think that was a really sturdy one because he made a one-handed save as well where, you know, we've criticised that, you know, Schmeichel makes some saves and he pushes it into danger instead of away. He pushed it away really well and confidently as well to add on to that. So, yeah, yeah, I think it was great. No, I I, I, I totally, totally agree with you. And here's um, the, 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 the company that we use for the... Um, uh, you know the the the, the, the watch along uh, and and the stats, and they've got Madison there with nine point two as their man of the match. But just look how many greens there are on our side. Um, yeah. And I don't mean Brussels sprouts or anything like that. But talking to Brussels, Tillemans coming from Belgium. <laughs> See what I did there. Oh. That was a smooth link, wasn't it? That was a smooth link. Come on. It it, it was, but it was it was full of dad jokes. <laughs> well, I can't disagree with that. Uh, you know, seven point nine Castagna seven. I mean, seven point two for Ward, seven point five for Fafana, um, Evans seven, and Justin seven point threes along with Dewsbury Hall. Mendy six point two, but that is if it was a, if it was a bit off, then understandable. Vardy nine, um, and Barnes nine as well. I mean, there, there was just and there were very few. If you look there. There's only two, two Watford players, Kimby and Pedro, that have even got into greens, and they've got three at the back, the two centre backs and the goalkeeper that are actually on. I mean, Foster three point eight, bloody hell! Oh God, that's been generous for him. I bet he's glad. I bet he's very glad that the Premier League won't allow his GoPro this season because today's game we might have broke it. He might have broke his GoPro when he had that in the back of his net. The amount of times it ended up in there, he didn't cover himself in glory. But he is thirty nine years of age. You know, he's had a stellar career. I'm not going to argue against what he did at all. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, it just shows that when it's clicking together, and uh, I might not have added it into my notes, so I'll save it to them. But there is there is something else I want to say about the the ratings of Leicester. But yeah, it just shows what happens when it clicks. You get it right. This is what Leicester can do, and and maybe this is, you know, you know, you said, oh, like Clinton Morrison said, oh, wait until Brendan's got a full team, wait mm. until he's got everybody available to him. Maybe this is the longevity of how long you have to wait before them players come back mid-season, and how long it takes. Actually, it actually takes for you to get them playing at their best. And yes, people are saying, oh, it's what for Brendan. You can see that. Louis, Louis said, that. Louis but, said on the watch along, you know. It, <laughs> Not everybody can do a Fafana, you yeah, know, come no, back yeah, exactly. or go and be like he'd never been away or yeah. come over from the continent, slip into the team, and and and, and you know, and can and, and you know, be like, like he's been there for years. But David says he agrees with you, Brad. Danny had a good game with some nice saves and has no issues with distribution. I just think. It, and I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that you know what, what's happened with Cal. It's all rumors, let's be honest with you. Yeah, and, and it's, I, I mean, I can't understand. 
I don't think he's I don't think he's been a disciplinary as in you know he's been naughty or he's broken any rules because that's not Casper. And he may have had a you know, may have had a um what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, maybe a up, like you say, a Barney with, with, with another, another player. So that's more likely possibly what happened. But I'd be, if, if Schmeichel is to go to Newcastle, and who knows, who knows, I, I'd just, yeah, I think we've got a, a great, a great uh, keeper there in, um, certainly, you know, in, in that. David's just got back. Good evening, David Gamble from the match. Let us know what you think about uh, the match because you were there. You were there. Right. Okay. Well, it's that time when we have um the the the, the well, what you can only say he puts Sky Sports to shame. It is. David just says, thought we started slowly um, again, but after we got the goal, we stepped it up a bit more. Brad, I am your, I am your, uh, your Debbie McKee to your Paul Daniels, so I will let you go on and uh, and. He kicked himself out, ladies and gentlemen. The silence at last. We've won the battle. All please right. subscribe for that. Oh, he's right. back. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I can do this. I can mute you. Remember. Then you can talk all you want now, Brad, because nobody can hear you. <laughs> there we go. You're back, mate. There we go. And I, oh, if you don't, if you okay. don't, if you don't be nice to me, I won't click the right buttons. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, mate. About a few people have said that to you. Anyway, moving on. Here we go. Good luck, Brad. Go with. Cheers. Right. Well, here we are at the tactical analysis. It's a bit of a fun one today, isn't it? We'll start off, get straight into it. We'll talk about the starting eleven. And here we'll see on this slide, we'll see that style that started to line up against Watford. So we started off with a good shape. It was traditional 4 3 3 that we came to, that came to known this season. Yeah, well, when we've had fully fit defence, I guess it's been a shape. Um, and I think, well, some probably some surprises that there wasn't maybe a brunt chucked in there and maybe a few of the youngsters. The big, obviously, the elephant in the room was was um, Schmeichel's protege, Danny Ward, stepping in for today's game, making his debut. A, a fantastic um, audition for the Leicester fans. I'm sure you were all excited to see that. But apart from that, really, it was quite a very strong and aggressive Leicester side. Two quick wingers in Justin Castagne, Mendy doing that absolute Ndidi-esque role. Um, and he's somebody that I think we need to make sure he's here for as long as he wants to be here. Well, Probably doesn't want to be here that long if he's not going to get played. But we, we need to keep him. We need to keep him. We need to appreciate Mendy as much as we can because he's done a fantastic job this season. He's held that role down in the absence of Ndidi. And it looks like we've had some issues with Samari. Maybe he's homesick. Maybe the move hasn't gone to plan. We don't know. But with Chowdhury probably being the one that gets pushed out the door out of the two of these as well, we don't want to be shortchanging ourselves. And this man has been very pivotal to our season, uh, even when it's not gone to plan in terms of results. Let's see that. It's a 4 3 3. So we'll just move on to the next slide and show you the rest of it. Set piece goals. Set piece goals. 
everywhere. And that is a Leicester fan, is Woody. That is an opposition fan, is Buzz Lightyear. Because, oh my God, it only took, what, six minutes to do something that Watford couldn't, uh, that Norwich couldn't do over the 90 minutes. And that was a corner goal. You know, it, what can you guarantee in life? You can guarantee that the sun comes up, the sun will set, the moon comes out at, at night, and Leicester will concede from a flipping corner. And they only did it twice if it wasn't for the crossbar and a few good saves by Danny Ward. But yes, set piece goals is enough to drive you crazy. If there's one thing we could, you know, that could torture us to death and make us confess anything, it would be show us our replays of us failing to defend from corners. I had to use this at some point in the season, and unfortunately, Watford gave me the perfect opportunity to do that. Set piece goals, whether it's free kicks or corners, can we please? You know what? If we haven't fixed it, everybody, forget asking for Santa, Santa for gifts for Christmas. Ask him to get us a defensive set-piece coach. See if we can do it that way. Anyway, let's move on to the next slide, shall we, folks? I'm sure we're sick of that. Let's talk about the first, round up the first half with the good, the bad and the awful. Straight into the good part. Mad has got a goal. His best season. He's had an Leicester shirt. I believe his best season in the top form. He got us a goal. He showed he's he's got the midfield uh, prowess about him that you want from number 10. And it was just great to see him continue to try to his goals. Interesting fact is, Madders, since making his Leicester City debut, is outright the best performing centre midfielder in terms of goals and assists. With 53 goals and assists co um, combinations combined since his Leicester City debut, he is there. Harvey Barnes second, Mason Mount third on that list. So this was just another pinnacle tick in the right box. Another good point to make, something we all very know. Very, very well to be true. Sod your Ronaldo, sod your Messi's, sod your on, you know, sod the rest of them. Vardy is your goat. Vardy is your greatest of all time in the Premier League. The man, 35, doesn't mean anything. Guy could play to his 55 the way he scores goals, doesn't he? Because he did it again, yet again. He was like the messiah to the Leicester City side. Uh, he guided them towards a victory with his goal. And it was just it was just great to see. For a guy who people keep saying he's washed up and keep saying this might be his last season, he keeps coming out and reminding people that if you chat the proverbial, you're going to get banged. And Watford got banged with two goals today, didn't they? Another thing that was great to see today, something we haven't seen too much this season, in fact, we've been on the reverse end of this, is quick goals to response. 1-0 down, six minutes, you start fear of dread. Leicester, they're going to concede again. They're probably going to lose 2-0, 3-0, 3-1. Oh, God, what's going to go wrong? We rode our luck, we saw it, and we hit back. And then we hit back again. And it was just... Brilliant. And the all-around movement play was positive. That's what caused the chaos in the Watford defence. I mean, they don't need help being bad at the back, but they were they were even worse. But we have to talk about the bad and the awful in this in, in the first half performance because there was some, and it was giving away silly set pieces. And despite doing a very well today, getting two goals and having a very decent second half performance, Barnes was the culprit for their goal. He gave away free kick. Get away the corner that led to it. We've got to stop giving it. There's no point saying we need to work on the set pieces if we can't stop giving away silly, dangerous free kicks in and around the box. Corners are natural. They happen in any part of the game. 
that's something we can't stop. But what you can stop doing is giving free kicks in and around the 20-25 yard mark. And another thing we need to work on next season is stop playing very nervously on the ball. We seem to go static. We seem to go back to that slow pace, that slow build-up. We seem a bit edgy on the ball. And that seems to happen around a couple of minutes after we conceded today and a couple of minutes after we got ourselves level and again when we were in front. You just look that little bit nervous. And I don't know if that's just in being in the back of the players' minds that we're susceptible and we need to focus and we're so busy focusing on trying to focus that we lose focus on and, and give away the ball and give Watford a few chances. But what was awful was exactly what we've been talking about all season. You could put this record on repeat and play it for the 38 games we've done this season in terms of Premier League and more for the European competitions and cup competitions defending set pieces. Tall men marking small, you know, small men marking tall men, wing backs marking front men, centre backs outside the box, goalkeepers doing handstands, whatever you could think of, they were trying to do apart from defend it. That's exactly what Leicester are doing. And that was where not only where the game goal came from, but it's where the chances for Watford to have got more goals came from. So how did that change? Well, let's just show you this. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a next badly edited slide? Well, the second half showed that just like a member of the Justice team, this is a really bad version of the Flash. I'm joking, tongue and cheek to all you Flash fans. I just couldn't edit it and I just wanted to make a little pun. But 17 seconds into the second half, Flash, uh, I know it's a different one, but still, Flash came onto the scene. 17 seconds, Harvey Barnes settles the nerves and sets off an atmosphere around the ground for the away fans to enjoy. Two goal cushion, Harvey Barnes sets Leicester on their way and that was the perfect tonic they needed. It's exactly what they needed in this game because you were looking at it thinking, oh dear, are we going to hold on to this? Are we going to do a Tottenham and Newcastle and, and concede a goal or two in, in stop time? Watch us draw this game to all or worse, lose it. Harvey Barnes gave us something we haven't had in a while, apart from Norwich game, was a two-goal cushion. So, Leicester just then took control, and this is something, again, that we haven't seen on the next slide. And this was beautiful. It became like a beach kind of atmosphere. We were giddy, we were jumping, we were cheering, we were enjoying it. We were having so much fun. We were probably throwing beach balls around in a very little, very, very enjoyable game. And then something that has been Leicester's downfall and we have been critical of against Roma, against PSV in the first leg, especially again that snooze fest against Villa. What was it? Was it defending set pieces? No, it was something we haven't been. And that was we decided on the next slide, Chris, we decided to get clinical, clinical, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I've ruined the day. I've, I've ruined your day by singing just then, I know. But I couldn't resist the pun. I couldn't resist the line. For once in our lives, we were clinical in front of goal, not just not just from the Goat and, and Barnes, but we were just clinical all around. We were clinical in our build-up play. We were clinical in capitalising mistakes. And we were clinical in putting that ball in the back of the net. Five times. When was the last time we did that? Away from home, I think it was Man City last season in the 5-2 win. Uh, I don't think we've we, we haven't won by more than two goals away from home all season. So for once today, we got to cheer. We enjoyed a beach atmosphere and, and the lads were clinical in front of goal. So, you know, 
there wasn't really much tactically to talk about, and I know, right? My jokes, my jokes are even worse. I'm, it's becoming infectious, Chris. So, on top of everything, on top of a beautiful performance, a well-rounded and a big heavy win, and a nice sunny day-ish, I guess, in, in Watford, the fans came home happy, and they got to enjoy a very clinical less performance. So, how did the summary go on to that? Well, as you'll see on the next slide, there's not actually that much, but the good. Second half, and the overall summary of the game was clear the call in front of goal for a change. You know, we stayed switched on when in other games we've been trying to defend the lead and we've miserably failed. We punished them. Danny Ward was fantastic. I didn't add a bit on here, uh, but I will mention that Mendy was in DDS and I thought he was brilliant. Someone that's vital to next season. He's part of the squad that needs to be around. And of course, Jamie Vardy is the goat of all goats. But Vardy got taken off. He wasn't allowed to get his hat-trick. And the awful was our opponents, Watford. Because right or wrong, yes, they never gave up. And yes, they kept trying to have chances. But they were, if indeed, awful. And that, guys, was your overall tactical analysis and summary of the emphatic 5-1 win for Leicester today. And that ends the slideshow presentation and my awful jokes. Oh, Bradley, Bradley, Bradley. And I'm calling you Bradley for the... Yeah, jokes. I deserve it. Okay, I'll take that, yeah. Tell you, honestly, I will love it if we beat them. Love it. Um, anyway, apparently it's all been going on. Doug's been keeping me updated while oh, you were talking. Oh, it's 3-2. 3-2 to Brentford. I just uh, saw it in 2-all when I was going through my presentation. I've just looked up and she said, that's a check it. And it's 3-3 three, three, to Brentford. I'm level yes, with you. Yeah, they've, I'm they've... level with you, Christopher Ferrand. I'm level with you. Oh dear! See, lad, the drama's here, people. Girls, girls, and guys, get over here. The drama's here for last day. <laughs> I I I was thinking about Everton, Leeds, and, and Burnley, and of course you were thinking about <laughs> the prediction league. So the league I've got any interest in above well as the finishing it. Mate. <laughs> well, in fairness, that's true, mate. That's true. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to give you one of these. I'm going to give you one of these just for your singing alone. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm happy with that. Or you could have lost this one could have been just as apt if you like. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Well, <laughs> just just as apt, mate. As soon as I wrote it, I thought I'm gonna have to sing that, otherwise people are gonna think I've just spacked out on my keyboard and typed it three times. So <laughs> you gotta show you gotta show on a tactical display, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what can I do? No <laughs> honestly, please don't subscribe. He's not on every show. Please don't unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't no, no, just 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 stay stay yeah, stay stay here. I I will be I'll be getting that deducted from my two pound wage. Uh, Nippon, <laughs> welcome along, mate. NS Sports. If you're a big Chelsea fan, get over there and give him a follow. Um, what happened, Nippon? I mean, losing losing one, losing one FA Cup, you could say, well, that's you know a bit unlucky. Losing two, you could say, well, yeah, it, it, it's not good, is it? Losing three, oh, 
I, I, what can I say? At least I, the women's team won, was, Nippon. At least the women's team <laughs> Yeah, the women's Chelsea team. Yeah, well, maybe you should put them out against Liverpool next time. Um. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe give that woman's manager a, a, a shout at the men's job. You know, like, that, like yeah, may see. That is oh, that is it. Yeah. Um, uh, great win, Brendan. Out. Yeah. Okay, Ant. Okay, Ant. Um, I don't. I, mean, I don't know what to say to. That. I just. Yeah, let's move on, shall we? <laughs> let's move on. We'll I mean, that moment. We've got we've got uh, we've got Chelsea uh, midweek. Funny that and I say going to Chelsea just after they've lost an FA Cup final. I'm sure. I'm sure that has a has a ring to it. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It's almost like it happened this time last uh It couldn't have done, could year. it? No. It's mean... almost hold on, hold on. What what was the name of that that, that rat of a left back that said he wanted to go to Chelsea because they did better than us, but he's only won one no, he's won a Champions League but Spend Bill Well? I I can't remember he's, I don't, he's, no, 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 no. But in fairness, I've got to be honest with you, mate. It is a Champions League yes. medal. I, I, I just remember. I just remembered as I started around. I was like, yeah, no, they actually won the Champions League. Yeah. Damn it. I thought, I'm going to see if you can dig yourself out of this one because that was, probably wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't I was there. just like, I was like, let's just close over the Champions League, pretend it doesn't exist. But no, no. <laughs> but I mean, that, I, I, I have a feeling that we're going to get a bit of a bite back from Chelsea. To be honest, with you. Oh, we did last well, time. Well, you know, may, maybe Brendan sees that as the game in hand, which essentially it really is, because everybody else will be looking at their last game. Of the yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we, we didn't play them because they were in, yeah, in the Caribou yeah. Cup. Well, how did they? Yeah. How did they get on in the Caribou Cup again? Oh, they lost that and all, didn't they? Didn't I they? Tell you what, I tell you what, they, did that go to chill. penalties as well? Yeah, yeah, and they keeper missed it. Not Kepa, who wanted to be so good in his own mind that he wanted to stay on the pitch. He didn't miss it, did he? Yeah, he did. And he was so good in the FA Cup to, yesterday that he, he chose to, to do the honourable thing and not bother fighting to get on the pitch. Oh, I don't know, Chelsea. I don't know. In fairness, all joking aside, they're not in brilliant form, are they? No, they're, they're not, but... And I'm not having a dig here or nipping, but but no, be honest but, with you, you're not. You know, but, but their season's over, isn't it? Realistically, no, nobody's taking them at the top four, so they've done what they're doing. They're never going to win the league. That became apparent as soon as they decided 90 million can go and do nothing up front, um, and then mm. they decided to spend more money on, on trying to get nothing to do nothing up front. Um, but they're not going to finish fourth. I'm not going to finish. Well, second, I don't know. You know, so, they, they they could end up fourth. That you know, yeah, Tottenham even, are, 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 are sniffing up their backsides. Yeah, but even if they do, it's still Champions League football. They're still going to have a. Oh yeah, they're, it will not going to have. Yeah, no, they're, they're no, not going to have no. two dissimilar. You know, the, finishing third and finishing fourth isn't going to be the difference between drawing, say, a Barcelona in your Champions League group and mm. and, and Real Betis. It's not. You know, it's yeah. not going to improve their group selection. No, 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 and and. You, that doesn't fit in with my 
with my script that. So I'm not going to say about us doing anything in the Caribou Cup. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, no, we don't talk about that. We let that no, happen. No, 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 no. Come on, come on. I know you want Brendan out, but let's, we're trying to be positive here. Um, I mean, Chelsea are fifth in the going on the last ten games. Yeah. Chelsea are actually fifth in the form table, and Leicester City are seventh, just two points behind them in the form table. So, you know, it is. I think I'm not going to say it's going to be easy, but I, I could possibly see us getting a draw there. You could do, and it, it'll all depend on how Brentford. Uh, Brentford, because I've just looked to see the score. Uh, it will depend on Brendan this one because the talks of these youngsters getting a game time's got to happen at some point. And is he going to say to them, "Is he? Has, has he? Because he's obviously got. Surely he's got an idea of the potential youngsters that are not just going to get a run out for the sake of a run out, but the youngsters mm. like the Brunt, like. And I know he's the one I keep mentioning, but I don't know about the other. So I don't want to mention Avante Campbell and that case there. Loan mm. agreements mean they can't play, but once we know that can play. As he turned around to him and says, look, I don't want to potentially throw you under the bus against Chelsea. I want to give you a serious chance to go out there and impress without the pressure being on you, like he did by giving him his debut against Tottenham. Uh, mm. And I'll, I'll wait to the Southampton game to do that. Or does he say, right, OK, this is a free hit. You know, I'd rather play this game with very little pressure on it and give mm. you that chance. Or, or are we going to see... Yuri, Madison, and, and the same sort of team we've seen tonight. It'd be interesting to see what team does get picked, but I wouldn't still rule out maybe Brendan going, hope oh, you he know doesn't what? throw a lot of youngsters in against Chelsea, having not thrown them in against... Um, yeah. But we could be the last team that has the chance to complete the hat-trick for Southampton. I want, us, I want Southampton to end their season with their 9-0 trophy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I I think if he had been going to blood any of the youngsters, Norwich and Watford were the games he would have done it. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I think now he's looking at this like, well, hang on. I mean, let's face it, at the end of the season, I want to watch match of the day and I want to see us in the first slide when they look at the league table. You know, yeah, I want to see us yeah. in that top half. And if we finish whether it's eighth, ninth, or tenth, we're in that top half and we can say, you know, we used to be happy with who were 8th, ninth, or 10th under Martin O'Neill. You know, and I, I oh, yeah, very things happy. have moved on, if I, before anybody says it. But, um, you know, we, we we do want to finish in that 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 top half. And it just gives, it just makes you feel better. A top half finish and a European semi-final. I mean, did you know I do impress, impressions here, um, Brad? No, I didn't. I'm like, you know, to, I, 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 I do a it. really... Well, I've got it's a double impression here of Ant. You know, Ant from Ant's Leicester fan channel. Yeah. I'm going to do a double. My first part of my impression is this. Hello. Uh, my, my name's Ant. The second part of my impression, having dropped down this small, is this, which it's a glass almost empty. Ant, what? Is. We played two championship sides. I think you're getting a bit carried away. Well, did Man United beat Watford, Brad? No. No. I mean, you know, let's yes, yes, we beat two championship sides. Would you have how tall are you then, Ant? Would you have a couple of 
couple of months ago, I wouldn't have guaranteed that we would have won those two games. At the end of the day, I said this once and I'll say it again. I said it again. You can't enjoy these games no matter how mm. expected the result is or not. Then you're just never going to enjoy life. I no. want to know, Ant, do you cry? Do you, do you have a quick cry every morning in the morning of your birthday because you think, oh, I'm only going to get presents? What does it matter? Come on, mate, cheer up a little bit. Come on. <laughs> and if anybody asked me, that was the fact that it was a glass nearly empty. Yeah, <laughs> but and I love you, mate. You know I do. You know it's it's comic. And I'm waiting for the reply about my age here, and you've been a bit slow. Um, I, yeah, I say a glass, a glass nearly empty. He says a glass of realism. Um, you know what? This is what I love. This is what I love about when fans can have a have a bit of banter and, and they sat on the different yeah. side of the fence, and we're not throwing bring backs at each other. So um, very true. Uh, but yeah, um, Brennan's confirmed he wants two midfielders in the summer. Oh, don't we all wish we were? And I say, I've got Jerry Taggart coming on after, and uh, I'll, I'll probably ask him what his thoughts. Sorry, I'm looking forward to that. Yes, yes, it's going to be a YouTube only um, uh, show, so it's not going to be available on Facebook or on Twitter. So it's going to be, and it's probably be pre-recorded, so it will go out as a premiere. And, you know, so you need to subscribe, subscribe, guys, to our channel. Yes, we want you to do this. And people accuse me of throwing this channel together. <laughs> Subscribe. And Jerry, it's, it's after the final game of the season. It's going to be one day of the following week. And, you know, his thoughts on like Samare and, and what have you um, will be very, very interesting. Um, anyway, Brad, what, oh, what, what's. Uh, I, to be honest with you, I've never even heard of that, him, Nippon. Matteo Guendouzi, is it? Matteo uh, Matteo Guendouzi is a. Uh, oh, no, well, I won't take him because I can pronounce his surname. Yeah, <laughs> I, <won't well>. take <laughs> him. I honestly, honestly, I already feel that there's the potential that um, we've already got the your replace replacement in 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 the case of yes, it's on the left side, but I do think that. Kieran Jewsby Hall shows that natural aggression, mm. that natural front and back about his game, you know, his recovery work and his, his forward work. So, you know, Brendan says about two players he wants to bring in midfield. I'm assured, sure that one of them will probably be for, you know, allow development from below to, to get up to standard and, and, and integrate in better. So we've got a full-time one and a one backup because we've also got to remember that He's obviously not going to come out and stay unless it's something he can't, you know, categorically deny. Mm. Um, he's not going to come out and say, oh, I want two midfielders in because so-and-so-and-so are out the bloody door. He's not going to do that because, he, you, yes, you want to sell certain players and move certain players on, but you want to do it to give the, the least impression as possible that these players are desperately want to move on because that gives the impetus to clubs that maybe want them that will go, mm. oh, we know you want rid of them. So you say 12 million or 20 million, we say 15 or, or 8. So yeah. it's good to hear that he's already got an eye in the market of where he's going to strengthen. Yeah. So yeah. 
we'll see I mean, what Ant, So just to go back, Ant says here, uh, enjoy the wins, but saying we'll beat Chelsea because we beat two relegated teams. I, I don't think I said we beat Chelsea. Did we no, get a draw? Get a draw. And, I and, thought it was um, a draw I went for, yes. I thought it was a draw we went for. I don't think either of us said we are going to beat Chelsea. And I don't... Co- no, and confidence breeds results. So you yes, can say yes. it was championship side or not. You could have said, oh, we've just beat Arsenal and Spurs and we feel like we're going to get something against Chelsea. Chelsea are in a bad form. Chelsea have just lost mm. yet another FA Cup final. They're yeah. going to be annoyed. They have still don't know who's going to be there or whatever next season or in terms of the players. They've got a load of flops that are trying to convince whoever's going to be in charge next season because it might not be too sure. They might have enough of him because I think he's a fraud of manager. He's absolutely useless. But... Mm. Anyway, Chelsea might lose that game. Nobody thought Everton would beat them. No, no, Everton that's very, very so. true. Couldn't beat anybody. Beat Chelsea 1-0. So and so, Wolves were 2-0 down and dead and buried. Well, that's that game over. Wolves came back and drew to Wolves. So don't, we're not, we're not suddenly sat here and going, oh, we're the best fingers in size. We'll just beat these. Yeah, right, we're going to beat Chelsea. It's, well, we've got two results. We've got two good mm. positive results. Why? Why can't we go to Chelsea yeah. and beat? Let, yeah, let's have a bit. Of, I think. Yeah, it's been, how often have we got two, two, uh, two back-to-back wins all season? I don't think it's been exactly. that often. You know. Exactly. All I'll say, and is I'll just say this to you. Yeah, keep Brendan's name out your fucking mouth. I'm joking, of course. I, I love, do. I love you, Ad, but Jesus Christ, if you got <laughs> inflated, if you got inflated with some positivity, you'd spontaneously combust. I reckon. <laughs> and you know we banter. You know we banter. Um, anyway, Brad. Stay on, because I just want to have a quick one with you afterwards. Um, but thank you so no very worries, much. Um, and, and, and I'm just going to double-check what um, I'm sure you predicted. Um, what did you predict, Ed Everton-Brentford? Was it a draw? No, I predicted Brentford to win, mate, which is what they're doing. No, no, I think it was a draw that you had down, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm sure. I'm sure the video evidence will prove otherwise. <laughs> oh, well, I, I'm sorry. I, a few of my videos, I... I, I, I mean, oh, well. I've been talking to, 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 to my mate, you know, Putin, and apparently he showed me a good way of getting rid of a few of the videos. <laughs> Brad, I'm sure he did, mate. I'm sure uh, he did. Brad, I will see you on Sunday for our last post-match of the season. I, I look forward to it, mate. Yeah. Ant says, what a quick... Are you jealous, Ant? Do you want to come in and have a threesome? <laughs> a quick what after? <laughs> well, we can't tell you that. Can't tell you no, that. You're too no. young for this. You're too small for it. You have to be this yeah. tall to ride this ride. And that makes <laughs> sound worse, doesn't it? Yeah, when you when you yeah, he's too small to ride. I just got that. <laughs> Where are you going today, Ant? Because it's not Alton Towers, is it? <laughs> Sorry, Ant. Sorry, mate. Sorry. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Come back at me age, you always do. Oh dear. And as I, all this excitement and we win the we well, we nearly we should have won the uh, Eurovision. I mean, you can't take it away from I don't know if you're a Eurovision fan or not, uh, Brad, but you you can't take it away from Ukraine for winning it. But um take take out the, the sympathy vote this season and, and it, it would have been us. It would have been us. Anyway, wow. mate. Eurovision's got the same opinion. I've got the same opinion on that as you have, and uh, of you have cricket, mate. 
I sat there watching it last night uh, and I, do, I thought about you. North Macedonia were in it. And I sat there thinking, any minute now he's going to tweet me going, vote for North Macedonia. And you didn't. No, I couldn't give a rat's backside about the Eurovision, <laughs> I'm afraid. Well, no, you said they're going to win. That could have been the thing that you were predicting. Well, no, to been, I've told you, I told you, Chris, technically, when they knocked Italy out of the Euro, out of the qualifiers, they became the world champions. So, technically, my prediction was always <laughs> right. I just never stated how they'd do it. That's it. That's it. Mate, thank you so much, uh, no as mate. always, and for, for your tactical section. I love, absolutely love it. And um, just to say, uh, please follow Brad. Twitter is at Full Time Focus and YouTube. It's a matter of opinion. Uh, it's not a matter of opinion whether you should subscribe or not. That is a yes. But yes, this channel is called A Matter of Opinion. And it's all about, um, not about, well, basically, matters of opinion. Uh, and uh, they're talking about ballet this week, aren't you? But. <laughs> Well, yeah, it, 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 as a matter of your opinion, we're talking about ballet, but actually we're talking about wrestling. Yeah, it's just a channel that I started up, I wanted to do for a while. I've got loads of topics in mind. I've just done, I did Marvel vs. DT for the uh, for the opening episode. I've done a couple of football videos for the second one. I'm doing a wrestling one now, talking about WWE slash WWF and, and which one's a better era. I'm ballet. doing a yeah, ballet for Chris, see if we listen to it. Don't worry. If you know, sorry, Chris, sorry to disappoint you. There won't be your revision one, um, unless I'm going to say what's more entertaining, Pete Ryan or your revision. Um, but yeah, just check it out. Please do check it out. Give us give us feedback, and if you like it, do give it a subscribe. And before you do though, make sure you subscribe to this channel first for its WWE equals ballet section. <laughs> if Cheers, I did Chris. one, mate, I'd have you on it. <laughs> Brad, thanks Cheers, very much, mate. mate. All the best. I'll speak to you in a minute and take care. Take care, mate. Cheers, Cheers buddy. Bye bye. Oh, he, he knows we knows we jest, as indeed does Ant. And I hope Ant has a very, very good weekend as well. Um, Emma W. Good evening, Emma. How are you? I uh, hope you are well. Uh, popping in, we're just uh, we're just rounding things up. To be honest with you, um, where is Craig? Oh, now Craig is doesn't do the post match shows. Craig does the preview shows, so he will be on 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 Wednesday at seven for the um, possibly he'll be on. He should be on, I think. Yes, he is at seven o'clock on Wednesday for the Chelsea preview, Emma. So you can catch him there. Um, well, what can I say? Two wins out of two. Not the best of seasons all round, but maybe let's you know finish strong and like I say, a top ten finish and a European semi-final. It isn't all bad. And if you're into WWE, wobble your head and just remember Big Daddy, Giant Haystacks, Mick McManus. That was real uh, wrestling. Rugby? <laughs> I have no idea. I will see you tomorrow night at seven o'clock for the. Um, Premier League review, we were rounding up all the games, and nine o'clock for the Euro European, you know, say Eurovision, then European review, where we're looking at the top European leagues. Thanks very much for joining us. If you've been watching, really do appreciate your support. And if you have been watching and you're on YouTube, and if you haven't done already, please do what it says there, which is subscribe, then smash the likes and hit that notification bell. Don't forget, the week after the last game, 23rd of May, that week, we've got Rob Tanner from The Athletic 
um, magazine. And we've also got Jerry Taggart, uh, Leicester City footballer and commentator, coming on and giving us their takes on Leicester's season. They are going to be two very, very interesting shows. Take care, guys. Enjoy match of the day tonight. I was just trying to see if they've announced yet what order it's in, but they haven't. Um, I'm guessing Everton might be top with the way that's going, uh, but surely we're not going to be last tonight. Stay safe, guys. Don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. Good night. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Sport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.